Recruiter team of teenagers with attitudes. Larry Davis. Hi, George Brundle. How are you this morning? I'm tired. Yeah, I am aware. Uh, you have a frappe that you are making your way through to energize you. I have a fresca, uh, which is really just a, a sad 7-Up. Yeah, I'm not really sure about this frappe plan because I'm pretty sure these contain very little coffee, uh, if any. I think oh. it's mostly just a milkshake, but you know what? I like them. Oh, it should have enough sugar to get you going, though. Oh, true. I'm sure it has way too much sugar. Yeah, no. Just let that pump through you, and then, you know, don't move around or exercise for the rest of the day. Already on it. That's my <laughs> lifestyle. Good. Uh, maybe you could instead uh, loaf around, amount to nothing, and play a video game. Mm-hmm. You like those uh sure for the sake of this podcast i need you to like video games well look uh there's one i'm playing now that i like quite a bit actually larry davis what you playing uh well george brundle i have been playing wolfenstein <laughs> youngblood I was looking forward to playing that game until you told me that when you redeemed the code off Green Man Gaming, it has to launch through, uh, like, their own installer? Bethesda has their own launcher, yes. Yes, yeah. Uh, which, that sounds terrible to me, so, like, I don't even, when I want to get around to buying the game, I'm not even sure if I'll buy it, you know, like, that'll just wait for it to go on sale on Steam. You know, I am all for denying uh, Valve more money, so I'm still going to tolerate this, but yeah, it's kind of one launcher too many. Yeah, that's, my main hang-up is less, oh, well, I want everything, just, I'm the same way, I, I, I don't want to give Valve more of my cash, I think they're a horrible, terrible, shitty company, um, I don't need a billion different launchers in my life with all my games spread out on them, especially this case where it would be like the one game that I would use for this one launcher. I guess for me, I have less of a problem with other marketplace apps um, like Epic Store or GOG or something like that. That's fine. Uh, it's when it's the publisher's own thing, and it's just like, this is what you use to play uh, uh, Fallout 76, I guess. That's one thing, and um, that means it's what I'm going to have to use to play Doom Eternal later this year. Uh, hell, if you were to play the original Doom, uh, which just recently came out, I can't remember if that was packed in with something, or if it was just released standalone, like on the Switch. Uh, you need a Bethesda account to play that game. Really? I didn't know yeah, they did the, that. The original Doom, uh, which got around as much as it did explicitly because they told people to share the game. Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't <laughs> Effectively the whole game. DRM. Uh, sure, but like a huge part of the original Doom uh, of them 
proliferating that thing was trying to get people to share it. It, it like that game's been re-released and repackaged in so damn many different ways it is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh but now to play it uh in this particular release you have to have a Bethesda account which uh seems very antithetical to what the original Doom was. Well, uh I guess part of that is that this is Bethesda and not id. Yeah. Of uh back then, uh, John Carmack not at Bethesda. Uh, John Romero not at Bethesda. John Romero's out there making new wads for original Doom, which I like a lot. I'm, uh, yeah, I I was going to say I'm consistently surprised that John Romero has a source of income because I can never tell you what that guy's doing at any point in time. But I actually would imagine he's just like comfortable for life off Doom hair modeling. Ooh, yeah. I mean, have you have you seen his hair? Who? Maybe it's maybe. Yeah, exactly. He's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Uh so Wolfenstein Youngblood, I am liking. It's uh it's strange because you can see the arcane influence in it. Like it shares a lot more in common with a dishonored or something than you would expect. Mm. Uh and I know some people are not happy about that because it's specifically like um you have levels and skill trees, and enemies have health bars above their heads. Uh, things like that. Like, there are side missions you pick up so and like you the... go to areas and can knock out the missions as you go. What? The health bar thing is the thing that I don't, I don't like. I don't care for health bars and shooters. Uh, everything else you described, I'm like 100% okay with, though. Like, I enjoy... I like a good skill tree. I like a good sphere grid. Like something I could just sit there and map out my character and spend a lot of time with. The thing I like uh, the most about this is the gun customization. Where you have all the parts on different guns that you can choose between three different types of, which basically are damage, fire rate, or accuracy. And you can see in hard numbers how this affects it. Uh, I mean, all this shows up, and you can like really make that weapon look the yes. way that you wanted to as well. Okay, yeah, yep. I every really part love has a gun. different uh, look to it as well. And uh, if you like pick three of the same kind, you get bonus on it. But it's it's down to stuff like the damage buff might actually give you less damage per second than the fire rate buff, and it will show you that like through the numbers, which is neat. Like it's super granular about all of that. Uh, uh, New Order had some gun customization stuff too, didn't it? I just remember it not necessarily running that deep. Yeah, it had a little bit, but it wasn't yeah. this much. Uh, and then uh, people are busy pitching fits about how there are microtransactions in the game, and it, mm-hmm. it's it's skins. You can get some very dumb looking skins. That's it. Great. So it's a thing that no one should reasonably care about. No. People are just looking for excuses to not like it because of SJWs and... No. Because uh, play, playing as females uh, is a SJW oh. influence, I guess. Even though it, these characters are dumb as hell and that's what I, I like was... about them. I was about to say, even though, as you described them to me, they are basically Hank and Dean Venture. 
Yep. They they are just idiot twins who lie about being Nazi hunters and steal the power armor and like go over to search for their dad. And uh, this lady of France is just like, okay, I'm gonna send you on these missions. We'll see how you do. Go on this zeppelin and kill this Nazi commander. Oh, and, if uh, I send these fuckheads out there enough, they'll at least wreck the place. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is basically about them training to actually learn how to do it, and it's great. They're dumb. Yeah, I had no idea that anyone gave a fucking shit that it was uh, two female leads in that game. That's it, a really dumb thing to care about. You, come on, you really didn't think no, anybody I, would care. I I did not actually hear anyone say anything about that. Whereas I did get like uh, an earful about you know female Thor coming. Yeah, uh, well. Lady James Bond. Like that was the stuff that was like, oh, this is still a thing. If we're getting really mad about this shit, that does not matter at all. Uh, but somehow I totally missed out with Wolfenstein. Well, you're lucky. Which which one's more dumb though? <laughs> the the thing with uh, Youngblood or the thing with New Order where people are just like, well, why is everyone being so mean to the Nazis? This game's so political. Well, guess what? There's a lot of that going around, too. Uh, often oh, from the same okay. people, which gives you an idea of the kind of folks that are mad about ladies. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That follows. I still really like in uh in New Order when they put in that dialogue of the two Nazis talking to each other, going like, "I don't understand why everyone's so mean to me." It's like they don't consider what they're saying. Oh, you mean in a New Colossus? New Colossus, yeah. yeah. I, yeah those flipped around. Yeah, they should number them. They shouldn't give them yeah. both different titles with the new in both. Yeah. They won't though. They're going to keep doing that. Anyway, what's the subject for today? I'm excited to find out. Yes. Uh, this actually is not a podcast about uh, new video games, but I'm always interested in what you're playing. Uh, the point of this podcast, for anyone who's just uh, hopping on, because we're only two episodes deep, um, I built a... This is the second? Yes. Well, that's what I mean. This is the second one. We're now two deep. Yeah. Is that how that works? Am I mm-hmm. getting it right? Okay, good. You know I don't understand numbers. I mean, yeah. two is literally a whole other one than one. It's really complicated. Uh, the point of this podcast is uh, I really like old video games. Uh, I am going back and I'm playing a crap load of them, uh, games that I just totally glossed over or missed in my childhood, games I didn't finish, games I want to revisit. Uh, doing this mostly through emulation on a RetroPie. Uh, hence the name of the show and I'm dragging your ass in every week and basically just uh, pulling two games out um, maybe sometimes more uh, that I played and I'm I'm just going to talk to you about them with like no preparation on your part yeah it's my favorite part (laughs) just kicking down the door to your room and I'm screaming the name of two old video games at you nothing out of the ordinary Uh, this week I got two um, two games, but I think that we can kind of talk about more than just those two because they released uh, quite a few of these. Uh, the impact of Power Rangers may not be so apparent today. 
changed landscape children's television in the 90s. Uh, without it, you wouldn't have classics like Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, The Mystic Knights of the Oingabu, Tira Nanog, Big Bad Beetleborgs. They didn't make no damn Beetleborgs game, but they made, like, a lot of Power Rangers. Very weird they didn't. They made that VR Troopers game. Yeah. And now after 24 years, I'm finally free to review them. Okay, which Power Rangers game are we talking about? Uh, Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo. Uh, the original Power Rangers game, it gets kind of confusing because they sort of released a lot of these very close, like, back-to-back. Also, they're uh, different, and even though they have the same title. Because, like, the Genesis one is a fighting game, right? Yes, the, the Genesis version of this game is a fighting game. There's also a, a Game Boy version of this game which i believe is a beat-em-up uh much like that. the super nintendo one um and the, the super nintendo one is not even like your typical sort of like 3d plane beat-em-up it's like completely 2d wait which it? yes yeah there there's no moving up there's no like up or down motion in it whatsoever it's entirely 2d uh, but okay. still beat-em-up uh which actually uh, the company that made this, uh, Natsune, uh, also did another, uh, it's not Power Rangers, but the series of Power Rangers is based on Super Sentai, uh, a game called Chonin Sentai Jetman on the Famicom, uh, which when I was kind of like looking up some information about Natsune, I saw people say like, oh, this is a precursor to the Power Rangers game on the Super Nintendo, it plays very similarly. That is a lie. <laughs> I went back and checked that game out just to give it a shot in preparation for this. And, like, that's much more like a Ninja Gaiden thing. Huh. Well, also, um, from our previous project, Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast, uh, we took dives into the world of Super Sentai, and we found it to be delightful. Exactly. Uh, Uh, That's actually... Cannot recommend enough. Anybody check out uh, Zyozier. However it's pronounced Uh, That one in particular is a ride And uh, we will always forever be in debt to the cube whale Cube whale? Cube whale! Uh, Yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about Power Rangers specifically on this episode Is we have, uh, let's say we have just wrapped up Stand and Deliver uh, where we had talked about uh, Tokusatsu a whole hell of a lot, so this felt like kind of a good way to maybe um, close the lid on that space dumpster. Sure. Yeah. Just shut Rita Repulsa uh, in there forever. That's right. 10,000 years later, when we're still doing podcasts, we'll rip that fucker back open. There'll be a lot more Tokusatsu at that point. Yay! Yeah! Remember in Zyosher when the guy... Turned Red Ranger turned into gorilla form, and it just looked like somebody stuck a bicycle pump into his costume and like pumped so, him up a bit. Oh, so holy shit! I I've been going back also in preparation for this episode because I knew like at the start of the week what I wanted to do. So I've been going back and rewatching old episodes of Power Rangers, and then I got into this like I've never seen any season of this franchise outside of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So I went to check out like. Uh, 
Oh god, what's the one with the animals, like Beast Wars or something like that? I don't know. Uh, wild wild Force? Be wild Force, yeah, something like that. But Jun that jungle was Beat. Jungle Beat Wild Force. That's it. Colon the Beast Wars. Uh, I watched the... That's right. <laughs> I was going to joke and say, oh sure, it's littered with horrible CGI, but actually that's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I watched the Forever Red episode, um, and then I, I watched some stuff of, like, Power Rangers in Space and uh, Power Rangers Zeo, and I can't... I think it was Power Rangers in Space. I watched the one where Zordon sacrifices himself, uh, which closes, like, this whole era of Power Rangers, apparently. And the Red Ranger in that one has a buff form, like, where it's just, again, a big foam muscle suit. Right. And then he just flies into space. Well, yeah, you gotta be buff if you're going through space. You know, vacuum and whatnot. <laughs> so I just like that this is a long-standing Sentai tradition, I guess, of there being a buff form. Like, I thought that Zyogre was the first and only time that's happened. But no, of course not. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It, uh, it does look way more comical in Zyogre, I would say, like, the one in uh, Power Rangers in Space, they do, like, the airbrushed-on abs, though, and, like, that's pretty good. Well, no, in Zyogre, they just have, like, a picture of a gorilla screen-printed on his chest. Which is why I think that's funnier, actually. Yeah. But, man, Sentai is great. Um, it is. The Power Rangers game on the SNES is sort of just, eh. Okay. So it's a 2D fighting game um, About halfway through each level uh, Like the first half of the level You play just as regular civilians So just regular Jason Or regular Kimberly And then halfway in You turn into their Power Ranger form You do this for about 7 levels I think like the last 2 levels Or the last level is like a 2 part thing Where you're in the uh, Megazord And you're fighting a giant monster Um and what I what I kind of just didn't stick well with me for this game is the levels just really drag on; they go way too long, and I just kind of don't like fighting games that don't use the whole three D plane perspective. Well, okay, I there are things I would say about this, but I have a feeling that they're going to become more relevant coming up, which I have not been briefed on what that's going to be, but I have a pretty good idea. Yeah, I think you probably figured it out. Well, I was so going to say, we're, we're, well, okay, what if you can only go left and right, but also you have like a Fatal Fury style thing where you can jump into the background? Uh, yeah. Huh? I hate that even more. No. <laughs> it's a, it's a half-ass measure. Uh, you go the full 3D, damn it. All right, Mike. Here comes Mr. Ermin Trout talking about Power Rangers games. No half measures, Walt. Just going in, make a spike strip out of a garden hose and swing it in in Putty's faces. Oh god, two of the Putty men doing their weird, like they're waving their hands around and like making monkey noises and Mike's on like the other side of drywall with the silence <laughs> pistol. Just their raising it up and down and Jason is like pointing up. No, 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 it would be... Like Alpha 5. 
No, it'd be Bulkin Skull. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Also, just I, I love too that Bulkin Skull persists through a lot of Power Rangers. Like, I guess at some point, Bulk gets his own dining establishment called Bulk Myers. Great. Great. Yeah, I like that Bulk is a made man. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that Bulk did well for himself. Bulk the Dexter Jetser of a Power Rangers. <laughs> he just opens his own diner. It's basically the same thing. Oh man. Refitted Alpha Five to be like that uh the lady robot, Rosie the robot style one in Attack of the Clones. Say, hey Han, how you doing? What can I get for you? Ay ay ay. Ay ay ay, they don't let me have breaks. Ay ay ay, I tried to form a union and they shot at us. <laughs> uh so the the thing that I do like about this game though, having kind of gone back and watched a lot of uh, Power Rangers this last week, is that the bosses that you fight at the end of each level are based on monsters from the show. Uh, is so you the have... eyeball man there? Yes, my yes. guy okay, is level good. three. Good. Uh, the genie is in it. Dark warrior is in it. Gnarly gnome and my my favorite Early monster gnome. from Power Rangers. Gold. Uh, my favorite. No, no, no. So that's a mark against this game. Is Goldar is not in this game at all. What about Zed? No, he's not. This actually, I think, came out. This might have come out before Zed was introduced this in the show. Garbage, garbage um, game. Although you fight the uh, Cyclopsis, I think is what it's called. It's the the Zord at the end of the game. I remember actually being the Zord that Goldar pilots. So I think that like technically Goldar is in the game. You just ne- don't ever actually see him. Okay. Uh, but Bulk and Skull are in the credits. So yay! Is it like really yeah. bad pixelized versions of them, like a Harry Absolutely. and Marv in that Home Alone game? <laughs> no, they're not like super close up, but they're. I think they're just like chilling out in the juice bar or something like that. Uh, oh, okay. Because like, the, the end credits of this game is like the Power Rangers are in a convertible just like ripping it up in Angel Grove and then they end up in the juice bar. But I bet it has a really good garbagey compressed version of the theme song, right? I think it does. The The thing that I know is not- notable about the other game that I played is that all of the music was taken from the game for that one. Or all the music was taken from the show for that one. Uh, this one uses a lot of original scores, but I would have to assume that the theme song is. In- I'm drawing a blank on whether or not it is, but I'm like, it has to be. I know the other one I'm thinking of does. Yeah. Wait, that's uh, Doom. Oh. No, wait, Doom is. That's what- it doesn't matter. Keep going. No. <laughs> Don't stop, dude, for the rest of this episode. No, uh, no I was I was going to say the, the boss for the first level is the first monster of the week in Power Rangers. He is my favorite uh, monster that they've ever done, and I love his name because it's just Bones. Bones! It's just a skeleton man with a sword and a goofy-looking hat, and his name is Bones. I would like to know when they turned into like these really baroque looking designs as we've seen in recent sentai series 
Because, like, yeah, I remember stuff from Power Rangers where, where it was just like, here's a big skeleton, here's an eye man. Yeah. Here's a, a weird gnome guy that puts people in his magic bag. Yeah, gnarly gnome, as I've been told. Uh, Actually, I think gnarly gnome might be different than the one that I'm thinking of. The one I'm thinking of was uh, some sneezer or something. It had a really b- bizarre name because it was like based on a doll that Trini had, and then Rita Repulsa finds out Trini Trini has this doll collection, and she's just like, ah, "I never got to play with dolls as a kid. I was too busy learning evil spells and how to be bad." And so she turns the doll into like a living doll that starts like shrinking people and trapping stuff inside of his bag. Power Rangers is very good. You There's an episode <laughs> a whole lot more about Power Rangers than I do. Well, I I watched that this week is why I know that. Uh, okay. There was another one I watched where she goes up to uh, Finster, who is the the weird like goat man. Yeah, he's, who, like, he's makes the guy that looks like the... Uh, the the thing from Never Ending Story, but in person yeah. form. Yeah, he looks like uh, anthropomorphized Falcor. Yes. Um, and she's just like. Finster, I need a monster, but I need this one to be special. And he just goes, all my monsters are special. <laughs> Poor Finster. Just, really, like, just love that Finster is this, like, monster mom. Like, he cherishes all of them. Yeah. He gives everybody patroller a name and then watches them die in battle. Gives them a little grape sticker that says, grape job. Smooches the clay model on the head before putting it into the monster machine. Monster huh? is great. On a uh, whole, if they're doing that comic book, just do a mini series that's just a whole backstory on Finster. He's no. a failed art student. Rita Repulsa picks him up. The one I do not like is um, the Pigman or whatever the blue guy. It was like a off-brand Bebop, oh, um, I guess, kind of. Just yeah, like, I like Babu though, which was like the taller monkey man that's often with him. That might be who I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's like, like a tall monkey, like skinny monkey man, and then there's like a shorter, fat, weird, like ogre looking dude. Okay, the short, fat one's the one I'm thinking. Yeah. I do not remember his name for some reason. Uh, I do remember Babu though because Rita is screeching his name horribly in every episode of that show because oh, yeah. Babu is a fuck up. Yeah, Babu's the one with the monocle, the wings. Yeah. And yeah, it's the little the blue guy, the ogre thing. Do not care for him. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh Super Nintendo Power Rangers game is uh it's okay, I guess. Like if you really like Power Rangers, then I guess this would have been amazing back in the day. Which, like, to be fair, <laughs> was pretty much everyone uh, back then with the Super Nintendo probably was into Power Rangers. Uh, I Power liked Rangers. Power Rangers. Huge. I had a Super Nintendo. I never played this. I can tell you that I really enjoyed Power Rangers the movie. Mmm... So that is the other game that I played, which you have obviously already figured out. It's Power <laughs> Rangers the movie. Power well, Rangers like that's the movie. The other game. one, right? Like, yeah. if you're gonna do two, yes. I guess there was the tournament fighters game that I actually there's, also liked. 
There is also, and I did not know that this existed before doing prep for this episode, and I wish I played it, was a Sega CD Power Rangers game that's just an FMV QuickTime game. Ooh. Yeah. Which gets hmm. lumped in with the SNES one because it's just called Power Rangers. Huh. Yeah. Is that like part of the series, like the same way they did uh, that Common Rider game before the actual Common Rider show even came out here? I no, I think that this is like well after the fact. Because this came out, I want to say, after the SNES. No, I'm, I'm saying, like, this and the Kamen Rider game were, like, supposed oh. to be part of the same sort of FMV series. Like, yeah, they were just doing a bunch of those. I'm not, uh, I'm not too sure. Because didn't Kamen Rider come over here to some extent after Power Rangers? It did, but that's what I'm saying. This, the oh. Masked Rider game for Sega CD came out before the show did. Like, by a couple of years. But I thought maybe... It came out around the same time as that Power Rangers Sega CD game because they were just like, we're getting all the footage we can from uh, whatever company that would be uh, and making these things out of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not entirely sure about that. Well, great. I, but I played it. I wish I played the Common Rider one too. Uh, FMV games are a joy, and uh, maybe at some point there will be FMV games to talk about on this show. Hope it's a good one. <laughs> oh, Larry. They're good no. ones. Just ones you would never play. Uh, Under a Killing Moon. All of the text uh, time, Murphy games. I'm Gal. What? Oh, well, like, those FMV games, sure. I'm talking about, like, FMV QuickTime games, which is pretty much all you had on, like, the Sega CD. Oh, yeah, no, those all suck. Yeah, those are pretty much terrible. Like, with rare exceptions of stuff like, you know, Time Gal or, um... Not pretty much just Time Gal. Okay. <laughs> it's the only one. Dragon Slayer. I was trying to remember if that even came out on the Sega CD. I want to say that it did. It came out yeah, on everything. They, yeah, they well, it came out on the Super Nintendo, didn't it? I know Space Ace did. Came out on which Game was a terrible. Boy. Oh God, that's right, it did. But which I is mean, actually kind of impressive that they fit all that on there. It was not like FMV Dragon Slayer. It was oh, I like thought a, there, I thought there was one that was FMV. Nah, the one I'm thinking uh, of is well, like a side scroller. In fact, every other one, like the Super Nintendo one, I'm pretty sure is a side-scroller, too. Well, poor Don Bluth. They've buried him with a bunch of unsold Halcyons. Poor Don Bluth. His uh, nipple princess will continue to delight generations long after he's gone. (laughs) That's just airbrushed on his tombstone. It should be. That's his legacy. That (laughs) and Thumbelina. Rockadoodle. Power Rangers is the game, though. Uh, the movie, the game. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's four damn versions of this game. There's the Super Nintendo, the Genesis, the Game Boy, and the Game Gear. I don't know jack about the Game Boy and Game Gear versions of this game because who honestly cares? Uh, yeah, all I, think, I know is the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. I think the Game Boy one I had was original Power Rangers. Sounds about right. I remember I mean, the first level, it was side-scrolling, it was like in a city. Or like buildings that were burning or something, and you punch things as you walk by. Mm, that sounds like a Power Rangers game to me, so I believe yep. you. 
Uh, yeah, you you had mentioned that there's like a, a Fatal Fury thing in the Super Nintendo version of this game where you're kind of jumping between a background and a foreground plane, uh, which one of the things specifically I don't like about that is at least on Fatal Fury, when you jump into somebody in the uh, in the parallel plane, you do damage to them. Whereas this one, you take damage. Well, then don't jump into them. They move around. Look. Putty patrollers are unpredictable. The putties have motorcycles in this one. They do, which is actually pretty great. It is. They just go uh, and come in from off screen. And this also, much like the uh, regular Power Rangers game on the Super Nintendo, you have to turn into your Power Rangers form and you start out as just a base civilian mode, Tommy or Jason or what have you. Uh, but this one, you like collect power, you, like these little lightning icons after you defeat enemies. Uh, and then when you max out your meter, you turn. And then if you max out again, you get a, uh, a screen clearing move, uh, which is the wiki notes. Very unusual that they never use the screen clearing moves in the show. <laughs> Thanks, wiki. <laughs> is it? <laughs> There's There were some good bits uh, in the wiki, too, about the previous game where it just has these notes of like, Oh, well, players often choose Kimberly in this level because the monster that she fights at the end of it, uh, she defeated in the corresponding episode. And I kind of sat there and was like, uh, you need to cite that because I do not think the majority of the players did this. I think this is just you, the weirdo, who is managing this page on the Power Rangers wiki. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, here's what I ran as. Also, like, why do you have heads up of, like, what the boss is going to be? Uh, well, I imagine if you played the game before, then yes. If you were a Power Rangers mega fan, then maybe you would want to like role play that it's from the episode. Yeah, but then how would you know ahead of time? Like, how could you say the majority of players would pick? Oh, Kimberly? sure. Yeah, like I just went down the row uh, when I played it. I wanted to play as every ranger, but I didn't really like consider who I wanted to play as for each level. That'd be insane. I remember Crazy I, person. I played as Billy a lot. Because I liked his really dumb, like, overalls. And the way he punched was, like, this weird, like, flat-handed smack or something. Yeah. He fights like a coward during the uh, whole thing. Hey, you know why they actually got him to dress in, like, overalls and baggy clothes in the original show? Uh, to hide how jacked he was? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was, um, oh god, I can't remember if it was like he was a dancer or something like that, but yeah, he had like the side thing that he was involved in that had left him incredibly ripped. Great. Good going, yeah. Billy. Good job, Billy. It's really sad how he got bullied right off of that show. Did he? Uh... The actor who plays Billy was gay, uh, which none of the cast members or the crew liked one bit. Uh, oh. Apparently, according to the wiki, he got really upset with uh, Tommy Oliver's actor calling him a... Uh, the F word. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, kind of changes my perspective on <laughs> that actor, too, by the way. Yeah. Well... Um, At least he didn't do a murder like another Red Ranger. This is very true. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the the thing, too, is it's also the wiki that's hiding this, and I kind of don't know how much I can trust this wiki when it comes to stuff like that. 
Uh, I do know I've seen interviews of him where he gets pretty emotional about how he's tormented over his sexuality, how at least the producers uh, from his mouth uh, treated him like that and said those things to him. Uh, and the wiki does say, like, he reconciled with all the, like, actors of the show. Uh-huh. So, oh. I don't know. But but that's still super unfortunate. I mean, the, the 90s were the 90s, and yeah. being gay in the 90s was uh, rough. That's what, kind of what I was going to say, is, like, it's the 90s, so of course that happened. Yeah. Which is also weird, because when you really think about it, 90s were pretty garish. Yeah. The 90s were super gay. <laughs> Very much. You think Mbop came from the 2000s? No, you fucking clown. It's rooted in insecurity. It, yeah, honestly it is. I mean... There's definitely a lot of stuff uh, about this current moment in time that's not great, but if there's one thing that is at least nice is uh, to see how far that stuff has come and how being open about it is not at all what it was in the 90s. There's still definitely, like, hurdles involved, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. Could be a lot better. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. I'm just saying how far it's come, not necessarily that it is where it should be. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, uh, the, the Power Rangers, the movie, the game, uh, the one that I played, I played the Super Nintendo one, but the one that I played growing up was the one on the Genesis. Uh, that is one of the few Genesis cards I owned. Uh, we did not come for money, so I vividly remember every single game I actually had ownership over. Um, and I played the shit out of this game, like pretty much every weekend I was punching this into my Genesis and playing it. Because you had not only, like, you know, red, blue, black, uh, yellow, and pink rangers to choose from, you also had the white ranger, and then you had, like, the alternate versions of the red, yellow, and black ranger because they changed actors. Oh. And then there were, like, multiple different zords that you could play as. So, like, it offered you a ton of variety. So whatever weird fantasy you wanted to go on in picking your Power Rangers, you could you had free reign over it. Um, and it also is a a three D plane beat 'em up, which is exactly what I want from a Power Rangers video game. So it catered exactly to that need. Uh, and also the movie was like really huge at the time. I know I mentioned this in Stand and Deliver, but. I had a VHS copy of the Page Master that I watched religiously only because it had a trailer for the Power Rangers movie. Totally normal behavior. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, so the uh, the Super Nintendo Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was only one plane, and then the Super Nintendo Power Rangers the movie had the Fatal Fury thing, and then Genesis Power Rangers the movie. Has full 3D movement and, well, or whatever. And Genesis original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was a fighting game. Yes. This is it's, a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. Uh, like, at least you have variety, I guess. Um, yeah. And then the thing that's consistent, though, between the two Power Rangers movie games uh, on the SNES and the Genesis is, like, neither one of them really, like, 
covered the movie at all. Like, the, the Super Nintendo one, I think, actually doesn't even address Ivan Ooze until the final level. The Genesis yeah. one, it's the Those... first two levels, and then the last level. The Super Nintendo one, I remember, the first one's on the streets, and they're the putty men with the motorcycle. And then you go through the grocery store, and then yeah. there's, like, one bit that's, like, underground or in a factory or something. And then there's a bit on a train. And there's yeah, part the where like, on boats. Yeah. Like, the the variety in that game, as far as, like, different level tropes, is, is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the the Genesis one is, is the one that I remember the most vividly, and I can say with the story in that one, it's the first two levels cover, like, the opening of the movie, and then it's the new uh, red, yellow, and black rangers uh, in a cutscene are, like, Man, remember like when we got roped into all this stuff to begin with, and then like pretty much the rest of the game is just uh, recapping episodes from like the second season of the show. Huh. It's really weird how neither of those games, despite ostensibly being based on the movie, like bother to delve into the movie at all. Uh, do any of them have the Tengus in them? Uh, I don't think so. The then Genesis the one doesn't. No, yeah, the Genesis one has the, uh, like, Ivan Ooze's Ooze monster guys, and then the rest of it, I want to say, is just the... Yeah, what about the uh, the cave lady or whatever that they go meet? The one that looks like Malin and uh, Ackerman? With the green mm. thing and the staff? I think she's just in a cutscene. Like, it does a really unusual thing where after the second level, it starts giving you, like, uh, basically uh, sprite versions of cells from the movie and then, like, text going, like, and then the Rangers did this and they met this person and they they talked about whatever. Uh, But it just keeps going. It's like reading the plot synopsis on Wikipedia for the entire movie. So, right. like, they cover all of it, but the, the stuff that could be levels that you actually sit down and literally play is instead just talked about, and then the rest of the game is a flashback. And, like, that's really the only... Ima- that's, like, all the cutscenes in the game, man. <laughs> like, there's really nothing beyond that. But the the first, like, couple levels of the game are so damn, like, text-heavy. It is insane. Mm. Yes, I do I remember that it... game had that... I don't think it ever bothered me because it was just like, if I'm getting to play as Power Ranger and punch things, I'm okay with it. Yeah, no, as a kid, it didn't bother me at all. As an adult, uh, I kind of sat down and played it and was just like, oh, right, it's kind of weird how this is based on the movie, but like none of it is really I bet the movie, considering what a weird production that was with the replacement of actors and all of that business. I bet the people making this game had no idea what was going to happen in it until very close to the end of development. <clears throat> and so Sounds they probably right. just had to cram all that stuff in there and maybe make an Ivan Ooze final boss. Uh, the Justice one, I don't think you even fight Ivan. Like, you fight uh, the thing that he turns into at the end of that movie, I want to say, but you don't actually fight, like, Ivan Ooze, ass Ivan Ooze. Well, great. Which is a bummer. Um, but, uh, you know, there was a, a thing that I had read about the game um, 
of note that the bosses Nimrod, the Scarlet Sentinel, and her sidekicks AC and DC are renamed what? as Sentinel Neck, Sentinel Ear, and Sentinel Ring. Uh, and yeah, I just liked that there's AC and DC in this. And then started thinking about like a gross looking Power Rangers monster whose nails peel back and then veins pop out. Yeah. Uh, it sprays lava on you. Uh, but fun trivia for you, uh, the renaming is likely a reference to the uh, Dire Ranger names of the three ladies, which are Lady Ring, Lady Earring, and Lady Necklace. Hmm. Uh, which are which are the counterparts like they are the same characters and so in weirdly renaming them they went to the japanese names basically instead of the english ones because the show didn't have any issue with calling them ac and dc which one's uh die ranger uh die ranger i one that came out here in some form um hold on i'm gonna pull it open because i'm actually not sure Die Ranger is a uh... Gosai Sentai Die Ranger. Yeah, they they all have the motorcycles. That's the one where they got into motorcycles. <laughs> uh, but the weird thing is, I'm I'm seeing a picture where it's all the Die Rangers, but then the White Ranger is there, and now I'm kind of wondering if the White Ranger actually came from like a different Sentai show. It says certain footage from the series was used in the second season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But that it was, makes me. But mostly consisted of the scenes featuring the Die Ranger Mecha, which were used as the Thunder Zords. Huh. The hand hand fight scenes were all Zoo Ranger, which was the one before this. Okay, Kaiba Ranger is the name of the White Ranger in this one. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um, if no one has ever looked up the original White Ranger from the Sentai series, uh, look up Cow of the Howling New Star. Uh, there's a young version, oh, but no. the elderly version of this character is fucking hilarious. This is, is a little boy with a mustache and Albert Einstein hair and sunglasses and a suit smoking a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> he is nine years old. Oh. I'm learning so much about the White Small boy with a hat that says Istor Sigma on it. He has the <laughs> White Ranger sword. Huh. Oh my god. So yeah, that um that's the thing. I saw that picture and was just like, I wonder if the White Ranger actually did not come from the same Sentai show as the rest of the Power Rangers, and it kind of looks like that might be the case. Yep. Seems like it. Com me. Oh boy. <laughs> Saban Entertainment and their fucking wizardry, man. <laughs> it's seamless. Together, yeah. I watching these actually reminded me that Saban was involved in another thing that I weirdly remember a lot of from the nineties, which is uh, the Men in White. Oh. Yeah. That like National Lampoon uh straight to Fox Family travesty. Yeah. Uh which you can find in its entirety on YouTube. There is in fact two different uploads of it. Well, great. Yeah, which means at least two people other than me remembered that thing. Oh yeah, I remember it. I actually looked at it not that long ago because I was looking at uh Men in Black stuff. 
and thought, oh man, remember Men in White? Oh yeah, that thing was awful. Yeah, it was. It uh, reminds me of um, Homeboys in Outer Space. See, I have no knowledge of that. It was a TV series, I think on UPN or something. It's real bad. Hmm. Uh, the, the other thing that I'll, I'll kind of say about the Genesis version of Power Rangers, the movie, the game, is I we had mentioned that Goldar and Lord Zed are not in the Super Nintendo Power Rangers game. They are, in fact, in this one, uh, in the same level, I believe. It's this cave level, um, where if you just proceed through it, like, left to right, like normal, you eventually fight Goldar, and he's the boss. Uh, but as a kid, this level kind of blew my mind because there's these uh, rocks in the background that you can punch a bunch, and they'll open up um, little caves, and you can go inside those and kind of go to different areas. And one of the caves, if you go in, you fight a giant Lord Zed boss. And as a kid, I had no idea that this was in the game and just stumbled across it. And it was mind blowing that I was getting to fight this gigantic Lord Zed. That's cool. Yeah, he d- does that thing where like he, his sprite is the background and he like tries to smash you with his hands and you got to sure. beat his hand. Yeah. That old chestnut. Yeah, like Apocalypse. Exactly like Apocalypse. I mean, he's the Apocalypse of the Power Rangers. Some would say. Nobody uh, would say. Uh, okay. Uh, so... Don't need a citation I, on that. <laughs> well, most players, uh, they would pick Tommy for that level, you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, so I, I really like the movie the as... Word. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, that was Jason's <laughs> uh, apologies. <laughs> No, 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 it was Tommy. It was? Oh, okay. The actor for Tommy, I believe, um, here, I want to probably make some uh, clickety-clacks into the microphone as I look this up. Well, it, uh, we, it's important to be accurate about this. I mean, kind of. I don't want to disparage uh, this MMA fighter. He will fucking murder me. Well, which, see, I was thinking... It would have been Jason because he just appears occasionally, but doesn't Tommy show up like fairly regularly in the newer shows? Uh yeah, like he's kind of the, the the mainstay of Power Rangers. He I think appears more than it. Of course. Um, what else does he do? Well, he wants to fight Cum Punk. He kept challenging <laughs> him. That's right. That never happened. No, Cum Punk knows tangle with the Power Ranger. Yeah, I bet Tommy would destroy him. Yeah. Yeah, look, let's see. I like Kumpunk a lot. That fight he had did not end well. And nobody thought it would, except for him. Or Actually, he probably knew it would not go well either. But got plenty of cash money for it, so whatever. Okay, so I I maybe I might be remembering uh, what I read a bit incorrectly. I know that the F word was uh, slung around uh, like quite a bit, but it might have been the producers that used it. Uh, this says David Yost's departure from Power Rangers occurred as a result of drama behind the scenes. Yost at the time uh, was struggling with his homosexuality, was frequently harassed and assaulted by the show staff. Unable to reconcile, Yost left the show and was written off without involvement in filming the episodes that would remove Billy for good. Years later, Yost managed to reconcile with his former co-stars, including Austin St. John, 
Walter Emmanuel Jones, Amy Jo Johnson, and Jason David, Jason David Frank, the last of which had frequently pranked Yoss on set. Pranked. Yeah, yeah. So, like, who knows what that means exactly, but it would still sound like that maybe stemmed out of the fact that he was gay. Yeah. Uh. Huh. Yeah. I, d- I do know that he was called the F word. That I cannot say for a fact that D- Jason David Frank or anyone else in particular did that. Uh, but he has at least said that that word was used towards him. So. Hostile set. Uh, for David Yost. Has he ever shown up in anything again? Like as a cameo? I think he did like show back up in Power Rangers at some point. Like I know, I know he's he's cool with everybody now, and I think that the official canon now is that Billy is gay. Oh, okay. That just got accepted into the like eventually everything was made right but obviously it's still something that is uh very emotional for him so which uh, i understand according to the uh wiki no he hasn't shown up in anything they used archive footage of him and uh some later stuff like dino thunder but he has not actually appeared anything by the way, here's my favorite Billy fact. Uh, it is said that actor Brian Cranston was the inspiration for Billy's last name. Huh. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, he was like, Brian characters Cranston... on it. Oh, he did? Yeah, Brian Cranston voiced, like, some of the monsters and stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought I thought that maybe that was a thing that they were just saying because he was Zordon in the in the movie that came out. No, that's um, why he's Zordon in the movie that came out is because he worked on the original show. I I did not know that. I thought that Brian Cranston was not known enough at that time for them to name a character after him. Well, right. He wouldn't have been unless you were working with him on that show. Yeah. Which again, I did not know, but. Yeah, I don't know. So apologies to uh, Jason David Frank if I attributed some horrible slur to him that he did not actually say. Uh, but also, I wasn't on that set. I do not know. Uh, Brian Cranston uh... provided the voices of Snizzard and Twin Man during the first season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Huh. Yeah. Oh, neat. That's, uh, I learned a lot about the the White Ranger uh, and Brian Cranston today, and uh, you know, some things were said to David Yoss that should not have been said. I don't know who said them, but boy, yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know. I if I had to recommend these games, I'd say the uh, SNES original Power Rangers. Uh, I, I kind of say no, unless like you're such a huge fan of the Power Rangers that you would just get something out of it because it's representing this franchise that you like a whole lot. Uh, otherwise, I think it's pretty weak as a beat-em-up game, uh, and the levels just drag on for way too long. Um, out of the two like movie games, I kind of just don't like the Super Nintendo one. I'm not a fan of the, the whole... Fatal Fury way that it, it controls it just lands flat for me so I'd say the same thing unless you're a fan of the show skip it uh, but Power, Power Rangers the movie the game on the Genesis is pretty good so what you're saying is the one that you played a lot as a child is the one you like the most exactly 
Well, I'm and saying there's nothing wrong with that because this is my podcast. Well, I'm saying the one that I played the most as a child, the Super Nintendo one, is the best. So, there you. Hey. Uh, well, look, if you wanted to play a Power Rangers game, I actually think you probably couldn't go wrong between the two like movie games that came out. I think yeah. that first one is not great and even the uh, one that I don't like of the movie games improves upon it exponentially. Sure. Yeah. But in in any case, I don't think there's any good reason to play one of the old Power Rangers games unless you specifically want to play something with the Power Rangers in it. There are way 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 better beat 'em ups that are far more worth your time. Yeah. Streets of Rage 2. Hell Yes, I uh, played that recently Oh, okay, might show up Yeah, it'll definitely show up uh, The thing that's stopping it from showing up anytime soon is I want to get through Streets of Rage 3 before I talk about it Because that's just going to be one whole whole thing Yeah, well, that'll take about uh, 40 minutes So, good luck Exactly <laughs> uh, Well, uh, that's all I've got uh, Video games, There's, there's no more that's it. Convenient. That's all the video games they made. So I guess we're done here. Well, this at least was a lot shorter than uh, Sad was. Not dealing with, you know, 60 something weeks. It's two and done. You think is on my list? What? We'll be doing this for 60 weeks. You said we're done. It ended. Well. Changed my mind. I opened up this drawer and just all these video games fell out of it. So <sighs> apparently, yeah. Oh. Do you believe that they made consoles beyond the 16-bit? That was a mistake. Like a lot of them. Some of them are in 3D. That's an extra mistake. Yeah. Well, we'll get there someday. Maybe even next week. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Much like the Power Rangers games, uh, this podcast is a mess. <laughs> That's it. Goodbye, video games. That's yours. Okay, that's our new song. Bye, video games. Bye bye. Goodbye, video games. Get lost, video games. Happy Easter, Xbox. Hey, video games. Fuck you. Wow. Hostile. Yeah, it's like being on the set of a Power Rangers. <laughs>